What's up, guys? It's D-Mizzle from The Rizzle here with my man, Chad. Chad, you want to say hello? Hello, man. Man, I feel like we just did this. <laughs> you know what? We might have had a recording issue, but you'll never know if I yes. keep this audio bite in. Anyway, oh, Chad, I I've got a question for you here today. Oh, yes. What is your question? Are we recording about a garbage piece of shit movie? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Are we recording about uh, something spooky and really scary like uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? Uh, while we are, that sounds spooky. Uh, this was a trick, so unfortunately we are not covering the spooky and the ooky. That is correct. Today on That Sounds Spooky, we're covering probably one of the best movies to come out in the past few years. Well, that's right, Detective Pikachu. Yes, it's certainly a, it's certainly a good movie for nerds like me and you who who ab so fruitly nerd came out. All right, I might have to cut that bit because my mother listens <laughs> to this, Chad. Oh, okay. Who uh, <laughs> who uh, geeked out when this movie came out? There we go. Maybe I'll just uh, maybe I'll just cut the audio down entirely for that and have them wonder what you said. <laughs> anyway, yeah, as you can tell, I am the one who edits the audio. Yes. If you couldn't tell from the lack of effort beforehand. Yes. Anyway, uh, let's talk Detective Pikachu, Chad. This movie yes. stars uh, Ryan Reynolds as a Pikachu who may also be a detective. Yes. We've got Bill Nighy as uh, Mr. Howard Clifton. Uh, you'll find out who that is later. We've got Justice Smith, who I've never seen in the movie before, but I would like to see him in movies again. He plays the main character of Tim Goodman. I am learning right now that he was uh, Franklin Webb in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which I never saw. Oh, um, I think I've seen Fallen Kingdom. I, I, I know just realized I've... we have now referenced Jurassic Park on every single episode. Oh yeah, get it. Well, we, we got it out. We got it out of the way. We got it's it a running the... joke, and the best part is we probably may never end up doing Jurassic Park if we don't pull it. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Wouldn't it be funny if we didn't, though? Uh, like, we man, just they sure up. love Jurassic Park. And then we, we pull it on our last episode and go, you know what? I'm bored. Let's do something else. <laughs> Let's do something else. Time to launch That Sounds Spanish, where we launch our all of the best uh, Spanish movies. It's just us <laughs> watching Dragon Ball Z on the Spanish network. Yes. There's a great scene, by the way, in one of the uh, the Spanish episodes of Dragon Ball Z, where Vegeta uh, reveals that he is now a Super Saiyan, where he goes, no, no, I am Super Vegeta. Fantastic scene. I love it. <laughs> Something about Super Vegeta. It's just well, perfect. Well, speaking of uh, animes that are TV shows, now movies, uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was getting off track, but that is what I'm known for. I am, in fact, D. Mizzle from The Rizzle. Yes. In yes. case anyone's wondering why I've suddenly gone with D. Mizzle, um, it's not sudden, actually. One of my cousins, uh, John, David, I assume you're not listening to this, but if you and or Mariah are their siblings uh one of them gave me the nickname d mizzle when i was like five don't know where it came from i think it has something to do with snoop dog oh, but anyway shizzle. yeah faux shizzle d mizzle from the rizzle in the hizzle faux shizzle chad come on yes, but yes, anyway and you, can follow, and you can now follow him on the twitizzle on the twitizzle that is right you can hit me up at beef mcdaddyo on Twitter, that's beef followed by MC Daddy with a Y, then the letter O. Because because old man Dom finally got a Twitter. 
Uh, you know what, Chad? It's funny you say that. I used to have a Twitter, and then I stopped caring. Oh, and funny. then you were like, hey, I'm going to start plugging my Twitter. And I was like, I don't have one of those, but I probably should. I love how we were setting up getting the podcast to Twitter, and not only have we not done that yet, but done- No, no, I made that. I just never did anything with it. Oh, okay. It, right, it, it exists out there, and uh, I don't think it's public yet, so nice try trying to go look for it, but... <laughs> or it is, and it's just a blank profile, and people are going, oh, these guys suck. <laughs> All I know is... There were a bunch of us talking in class the other day about Twitter, and I was like, you know what? I should probably finally do that. Probably. So Twitter's I am on the Twitizzle. Yes. At Beef McDaddio. I was going to be the real Beef McDaddio, but it can't be that long. Yeah. Is it, it's you know it's a, we got real shit Serious going on. Is a like there are movie shit movie. we got to deal with. And I remember yeah, going, and I remember seeing this in the theater and walking out and looking at my friend and saying, "This movie was better than it had any right to be." Oh, absolutely. I was uh, expecting it to be really stupid, and it was I, awesome. By the way, because Detective Pikachu came out, I can't wait for Detect uh, for Deadpool three, where Deadpool makes fun of Ryan Reynolds for voicing Pikachu. Yeah, that's gonna be funny. That because actually, you know, that's gonna it. happen. Did you see that? What? Deadpool 3 got confirmed today? Today. Wow, that is perfect timing. Speaking yeah, of things that were also confirmed, ago. before Detective Pikachu was even released to theaters, they announced a sequel. Yes. I'm actually looking up Deadpool 3. Nope, yep, two hours ago. Yep, yep, I was saying, a couple Deadpool hours ago. 3 in the works with Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And Deadpool 3 is apparently going to be rated R, marking a Marvel first. Marvel first? Yeah, the, first the first Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. The first officially, yeah, okay. Um, However, I will say I believe I believe the second Doctor Strange movie is going to be R-rated also. Yeah, but I think um, Deadpool three is coming out first. Yeah, it probably is. No, the cool the cool thing about uh, I don't care that we're getting off track because uh, I run the podcast, so deal with. It. <laughs> um, the cool thing about Doctor Strange is that's going to be Marvel's first horror movie. Yeah, do you know what that means? It means we can cover it. it means we it can go in the bucket. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're definitely going to cover it. You know, since we're talking about superhero movies and podcasts, can I throw out the idea we're thinking about, Chad? Uh, sure, why not? So, obviously, here we are on That Sounds Spooky. We'll see if we get any feedback on it. See if the yeah, actually, you know what? Now that I have a Twitter, or if you have my phone number, which many people who listen to the podcast do, you can hit me up, you can hit Chad up. Um, definitely, definitely. That we've had. Yeah, definitely stick to the Twitter because that way the social media algorithm looks good. That is true. But uh, I was referring more to people like my mom or my sisters. That's fair. <laughs> or you. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we've had this idea. So obviously we're covering horror movies in this podcast with the occasional something else. And we kind of got the idea because we had a lot of fun talking about Batman and Robin, even though it was garbage. And uh, Chad, would you say I'm a big comic book fan? I would say so. I Chad, would, would you so. say that you're a big comic book fan? I, I currently am looking at a uh, bucket in my room full of comic books, so I would say so. I, I still love to show off my uh, hardback cover of Batman Noir, The Long Halloween. 
Um, but yes. so we're thinking about doing a little secondary series here. We might not have them run at the same time. We might take a hiatus from one to do the other one, or maybe we'll just end up putting out two podcasts a week. We don't know yet. We haven't talked about it. But um, we're thinking about doing That Sounds Spooky, and That Sounds Super, yes. which is a superhero movie podcast. I love the idea. Uh, it was Chad's idea, so I think he likes it. And oh, of um, So, yeah, you know, whatever you think about that, if you think, oh, that'd be cool because they could really make fun of bad superhero movies like they do with bad horror movies. Or, man, they could talk about, like, Avengers Endgame for, like, six hours, which I could. Maybe that'll be, like, a Patreon special, the six-hour episode. I think, I think we might have to do, like, I think if we ever get to that point, I think Endgame might be our first two-parter. <laughs> oh, only two? Uh, yeah, for um, real. It could be also, I, I had an idea that I actually want to throw out there to see what the fans think about it. Okay. Because we're talking about That Sounds Super. And naturally, with the superhero podcast, we would be doing Marvel movies. At least, like, at the very bare minimum, we'd be going through the MCU. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to cover some DC stuff, too. No, but... no, absolutely. I want to branch out. But I'm saying, if we do anything at all, the MCU movie universe is going to happen. And I know a lot of people kind of watch just like, oh, I'm in the mood for like Iron Man 3, which I don't know why you would be because it's not great. Or like, I just want to watch the first Thor movie. It's like understandable. Um, I don't know why you would because it's not that great. <laughs> oh, okay. Iron Man 3 is bad, though, but that's for another episode. Um, yeah, Iron Man 3 and Thor I, are both I bad. Would, yeah, no, it's just, but Thor introduces Thor. True, yeah. But um, I, I like the idea of just, you know how we have our, our bucket for the horror movies. Yeah. If we start doing the Marvel MCU, I feel like we should just watch them um, chronologically. And that'll be, you know, we'd start with, like, Captain Marvel, which technically comes first, and I'm not excited for that. And, like, Captain America, oh, the first you, Avenger, and then, like, Hulk and Iron Man. Or, or you want to watch them in, like, the years they Timeline order. No, 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 timeline, timeline order. Okay, because my thing with that was I listened to a podcast. Um, you know, called- also, I want to clarify, I just got my years wrong. Captain Marvel happens in the 90s. Captain America was World War II. My bad. I I realized immediately as soon as I said it, but I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't catch it at all, so you could have kept going. But um, no, I know somebody will catch you and go, "Wow, you're dumb." I like that idea a lot because I listened to a podcast on Post Show Recaps uh, called uh, "Everything Is Super," and they they're 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 a superhero podcast too, and they watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe from the theatrical release. So I didn't want to do it from theatrical release because I didn't want. No, I don't like the theatrical release. Purely because but, if you do if you do it that way, your timeline is going to be screwy. Yeah, but I am totally on board with doing it um, timeline wise because that Absolutely. way, because that way it's still a unique format. Um, and lucky I will, for you, I have them all written down on a Google Doc piece of paper because I could not remember the order. So like two say, months ago, I wrote them down. I will say um, I wouldn't mind having some kind of like a bucket component. I don't no, know. No, what we would I, do. no, absolutely, we could do that. But like I'm saying, once we start Marvel MCU. I feel like yeah. that would be in order. And again, um, this this usually is an off-air discussion, but uh, I value what the fans think, so I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind having yeah. these, this conversation on the on the podcast. I don't mind. I don't know if the I don't know if the listeners like it, but you know what? Whatever. And maybe, that's maybe, the whole point of us talking about it now. Is it's them going? Yes, I would listen to that. So we don't put out four episodes and realize, oh, no one gives a shit. Right. Right. Whoops. Um. <laughs> And uh, Snow, my buddy who keeps uh, hitting me up, interested in the podcast, uh, I don't know when Thanksgiving is coming out or if we're going to do it the next week. Please don't ask me. <laughs> I, I don't plan ahead. 
we pick Ooh, the that movie one. at the end of the episode, and then sometime during the next week, I go, "Hey, you want to record today?" And Chad goes, "Yeah." We we usually have been pretty good at keeping on consistent. Uh, this week this was week weird. sucked with school. Yeah, and this other week was things. weird. Yeah, this week this was a weird week. Uh, but we'll be Hence back. That's why we're recording on a totally not a Friday and releasing on fair. maybe a Friday. To be fair, they come out on Thursday and they just came out on Friday, so it's only yeah. a day. Yeah. But still, I like to keep. I mean, but uh, I will say, I will say uh, again, Snow. Thank you for yesterday being like. So when's the episode coming out? And I was like, about that, we didn't record yet. <laughs> here we go. It's here now. <laughs> but I no, I, I do actually appreciate that one of the fans. I I will be gracious and call you a fan. I don't even know if you like the show, but um, I actually did appreciate that somebody was like, hey, where is it? It's like, yeah, oh, that's always, fair. You caught me not sticking to my own schedule. I always <laughs> like when I, I always I always admire listener feedback. So absolutely. And uh, now that we've got our little planning and announcements and Twitter plug out of the way, let's go back to talking about Pokemon. Yeah, Detective Pikachu, Dom. Yep, Pokemon's awesome. I love Pokemon. Absolutely, Pokemon. Pokemon has been in my childhood since I could since I could remember liking things. I liked Pokemon. My first ever game, my first ever game video game I ever had was a Nintendo. Was it was a Game Boy? My first ever po- game I ever had was Pokemon. Pokemon's uh, actually, Red on the yeah. Game Boy. Oh, see, I had I had my first my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Gold. Um, I uh, I played I played Gold and That's right. You're old. And then I went and bought um red and blue and yellow that I played after gold and silver, but Pokemon gold was my first um, Pokemon game. And Totodile was my first oh. ever. Pokemon. You know, my first ever Pokemon was Chad. What was that? Take a guess. Take a guess what um, my first starter choice was. You played fire red. So I, I am um, just going to pick my favorite of the three Kanto starters. Um, I uh-huh. think Bulbasaur. It was. Okay, because Bulbasaur is my I will favorite. always love Bulbasaur. I, 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 I'm not in a place where I can start shilling out money for more things right now because I still haven't gone to buy food. Whoops. Uh-huh. But um, I really want to get just like a Bulbasaur plush. Yeah. Um, so growing up, growing up, I, I Venusaur, was... Venusaur, man. It's like a tank. Yeah. Admit, growing up, I was a Charizard slappy from like the TV show. I used to love... Oh, you have to be. As I grew up, I just kind of realized Bulbasaur is just the better of the three. Absolutely, and it's not even. And no it's offense, not even, Squirtle. And it's not even so much that oh, he's just he makes the game easier, or he's just the best battle wise. Mine, aesthetically, I just a hundred percent comes down to I just think Bulbasaur is just better in every instance. I think Bulbasaur's first stage evolution is is cool. I love Bulbasaur in the anime. He's just such a loyal, like just absolutely bad. You know, and and uh, I think I think of the third of the three uh, of the of the middle evolutions, Charmeleon is literally just a dinosaur. I was gonna with fire. say I was gonna say Charmeleon is really boring. Yeah, Charmeleon's boring. War Turtle has his weird freaking wing things on his head that I'd never, I've never. Yeah, his, the tail is bizarre because he then immediately loses it as Blastoise and gets like a little yeah. stub tail. Yeah, and um, then even and then even going so far into more recent with the Mega Evolutions. Yeah. Um. Charizard got two. Yeah. Which I was like, well, clearly they have a favorite because well, Charizard, boy, everybody knows Charizard. Well, um, I mean, Char- Charizard. But I am going to say that Venusaur yeah. had the best Mega Evolution looks wise and use wise, and if you don't like that, we can't be friends. I think that's I'm kidding. Fair. I love I all mean, of you. I mean, I just think you know, 
anytime I run through a Canto playthrough now, I always pick Bulbasaur because that's just Absolutely. I have to make up for lost time for all the times I pick Charmander. Speaking of, since we're talking about Pokemon games, yes, have you ever played the uh, the version called Pokemon Vietnamese Crystal? Uh, I've played Pokemon Crystal. But it not. was a it was a port of Crystal translated into Vietnamese, and then for okay. some reason translated back into English. Okay. And it is, dialogue-wise, the funniest thing in the world. Um, Professor Oak makes no sense. Nice. Uh-huh. People call me Elf Monster. <laughs> what? All right, that's funny. That's funny. So if anybody has a, actually, Chad, I might download it on the computer as a ROM and just let you play a Vietnamese crystal. It's hands down. If anybody knows how to emulate a Pokemon game and you can get Vietnamese crystal running, yeah. Tell me on Twitter. Like, give me your honest opinion of Vietnamese Crystal, especially the dialogue. It's, that's the only thing that's changed, obviously. The game is so still dumb. normal, but the dialogue's bad. Speaking of good so dialogue... Dumb. Yes. Um, well, before I love we... Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu. Yes, yes. I was going to ask you, before we jump into the movie, um, we know that Bulbasaur was your first Pokemon starter, yes. but, what is, but what is your favorite Pokemon of all time? Like, what's your My old, favorite what's Pokemon your... of all time? There's a few. Toxtricity okay. from the newest ones is definitely one of them. Okay. okay. Um, well, you know what? Hang on. My Switch is right next to me. While we're talking, I'm going to power up uh, Sword and Shield. And I'm just going to okay. look through my Pokemon here and talk to you. Uh, I'll get back uh, to you on that. So while I'm doing I'm this, say, Chad, what's your favorite? I'm going to say, I can name... I can name uh, so I... Uh, my my all-time favorite Pokemon is um, Sceptile because... That's um, fair. I always, I always thought um, in the in the Pokemon um, Hoenn uh, anime, uh, Gr- Ash's Grovile was always super cool to me. I liked how he kept his twig in his mouth. Grovile was my favorite Pokemon for a, a while, and when I bought Emerald version, I kept Grovile and did the entire game with Grovile and never evolved him. Um, for the longest Weirdo. time, Gro- for the longest time, Grovile was my favorite Pokemon. But um. I played the the last time I played, uh, and I, I've only played through the, that this game once. I played uh, okay. when I bought, when I bought Alpha Sapphire. I picked obviously I picked Trico, and uh, yeah, I, uh, same- I was I was going with um Torchic. I was a yeah. big fan of Blaziken actually. Um, I had the same idea. I had the same plan of I'm going to keep him grow vile and I'm never evolving. But then I saw Mega Sceptile, and he becomes a dragon you know, type. Mega Sceptile is not bad. Yeah, he's just so. I think cool. I think his looks are a bit goofy. See, I like the look. I like the design. Um, but because Mega and so because I had to make him Septile to make him Mega Septile, Septile kind of grew on me. And now I, I mean, I think the whole Trico line is great. But that's um, Rub, uh, Saf, Ruby, Ruby and Sapphire. The, and that was the first and Emerald. But I went, mainly, I, Sapphire. I did Fire Red and Leaf Green together, and then I went right to Emerald. I did, like I said, I did gold and silver, and then I played the red and blue games. But yeah. I was, uh, I was famously in my friend group, very bad at the Pokemon games. I could always yeah. get to yeah. the through the gyms, but I, I always whiffed the Elite Four. Well, and Chad, it was do you want to know who's better than you at Pokemon games? Well, well, hang on, hang on, we're getting there. We're getting no, there. No, no, yeah. I have to talk about. I have to bring it up now. No, 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 hang on. Let me finish though, because because we're getting there. It'll segue better. Um, but so um. So yeah, I uh, I never knew how to play the first Pokemon game really effectively. My my Feraligatr was like level sixty, and everything else was super weak. So, and red and and, and red and blue were very much the same. 
Yeah, and red and blue are very much the same. With 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 Ruby and Sapphire, Sapphire was the first Pokemon um, game I ever beat the the Elite Four in the Pokemon mm-hmm. League, and I did it with a Sceptile. How long did it, it took take me? You? Took me four, and I'm so embarrassed to admit this because people do it in a day. But uh, I beat I beat Pokemon Sapphire after four years of owning the game. Uh-huh. Um, well, recently a fish beat Pokemon Ruby and it took him 125 days. Yeah. 3,000 hours. A so fish is better. Fish a is smarter fish than was me. better than you at Pokemon Ruby. Yep. I wonder what the fish's Pokemon team was. You know what? Let's find out. Fish who played Ruby. Uh, there's no A in fish, damn it. Uh, <laughs> there's no A in fish. M- Mutakimaru, uh, as of July, had played Pokemon Ruby for about 780 hours and won two okay, all, gym badges. All, how, did, how did a fish play Pokemon? So they overlaid a grid on the back of his tank. Like, okay. And it has, in chat, I'll send you a picture so you can see it. Um, okay. I might put it up on Twitter. Because I have that now. Um, And basically, it just wherever the fish swam, it registered that input. Like, there's like A's and B's, left, right, up, down. Um, He has a walrein, which I found kind of funny. But um, I want to see if it shows what his uh, team was. And not just. It's a Siamese fighting fish. And they beat the game as well as the. Like, they beat the game, is what I'm saying. And his picture, and his picture, uh, and the picture you sent me his team is above hmm he has a tentacruel oh i didn't realize that yeah yeah a mightyena a swello a a manectric and a camerupt which means he somehow switched out his starter yeah which is really funny that is really funny um but yeah so no a fish beat chad time-wise for beating a pokemon game i'm just impressed that he was able to equip that he was able up all of his Pokemon to that absolutely all form levels. A fish beat the game. That's impressive. Before I could, Uh, I wish I could read anything this channel says, but it's all in Japanese. Uh, And that's why this podcast will forever be known as "That Sounds Fishy." No, just your sense of humor, Chad. (laughs) All righty. So now, anyway, Detective Pikachu. Now that we've made fun of ourselves and gave us a little bit of our Pokemon background. Detective Pikachu. I uh, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna mention my favorite Pokemon real quick because oh, yeah. what I did, my Switch died at some point. Yeah. So what I did was I pulled up Pokemon Showdown and just pulled up the Pokemon that I like. Uh, Toxtricity, which is a Poison Electric type from Sword and Shield. Uh, Rylaboom, which is the Grass Starter from Sword mm-hmm. and Shield. Yeah, I don't know if you know Sword and Shield that well. He looks like a yeah. giant gorilla who pounds on yeah. a drum and his back is covered in grass. And I named Rylaboom, him Rylaboom. I named him Grohl, like Dave Grohl. Rillaboom was the first one I picked for Sword and Shield, also, and I nicknamed yeah, little, uh, him from the drum. Oh, like a drum little grookey. Yeah, I named him after Dave Grohl. And uh, then uh, Gallade, especially Mega Gallade, because the way his arms grew out, it looks like he's wearing a Yu Gi Oh! dual disc. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Alolan Marowak, which is a uh, fire and ghost. He's yeah. got the bone that's like on fire. It's really cool. Anyway, those are my definitely, favorite Pokemon. Definitely Sceptile. Definitely Obviously Bulbasaur. Definitely a Bulbasaur. Yep, Sceptile Bulbasaur. The entire Bulbasaur line, really. I also like Snorlax. I also like um, Wobbuffet and uh, Psyduck. Wobbuffet. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think personally that Ivysaur doesn't get enough appreciation. Psyduck, oh, yeah, me, me neither. Although he does, he is a Smash Bros. character, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, like, everywhere. 
Uh, if I could have one Pokemon and only one Pokemon, I think I would have just an Ivysaur. Ivysaur has a good design. I uh, it, it really does just go along with the fact that um, I I love moss and mushrooms and Ivysaur and plants and shit. I want to uh, do a Pokemon run and grab Bulbasaur, but I want to keep him Bulbasaur the entire time. I just think that'd be fun. We could um, we could just set up a Twitch channel for the podcast. Yeah, I would love to Twitch Pokemon. For oh, we'll YouTube. do that. We'll do that yeah. later. That'll have, hey fans, tell us what you think about that. Yes, uh, we'll just so you, you know, if we do um, when we do a Twitch channel, which we're just not going to do that, we will probably do games like Blair Witch and. I don't know about the Friday the Thirteenth game because it's multiplayer. I don't think many people are playing it, but we'll play some scary games. A five Alien, nights Alien Isolation. Play all of them. You can play that by yourself, Chad. I'll sit in the back. <laughs> we can actually, you know, we can make this work pretty well because we have a nice setup at my uh, my apartment. I mean, the illustrious Anmore Media's studio. Yes. Yes. Um. I, I do have to say, I know I already said it, but Ryan Reynolds is Detective Pikachu. As Pikachu is just so good, he did the motion capture, which is funny because Pikachu is about a foot tall, and Ryan Reynolds is not. I didn't know he did the motion he capture, did. and that's yeah. that's hilarious. That's that's why it looks like his his mouthing of his words fits so well, is because obviously they can yeah. animate that, but it was him doing it. I think I think the movie itself. I think the start of the movie is just so perfect. Like absolutely, it starts. It starts with uh, Tim. Tim and his friend in the Sorry, Pokemon world, and his friends trying to help him catch a Cubone. And yeah. like literally, the the movie is so pretty. The Pokemon are so cool. And I remember most just, of them look great. Yeah, most of them. And I remember watching this movie at the start and just thinking to myself, like, oh my god, I never thought in my life I'd ever see a live action Pokemon movie. Never. And like we're seeing it, and oh, yeah. I know the premise of it was like a crime solving sort of um, movie, but but honestly, it really makes me want to see a live action Pokemon movie with like an actual Pokemon journey. I completely get what you mean too. Like if we were just watching, like I don't even care if it's Ash. If we're just watching, like someone go through the Pokemon League, and it's based in like Detroit, yeah, it'd be really cool. Maybe not awesome. Detroit. Maybe the mythical city of Rhyme City, where Detective Pikachu mainly takes place. Yes. So uh, let's do the basic run-through. Uh, by the way, Detective Pikachu is, is the second highest grossing video game film of all time, right behind uh, the Warcraft movie. And uh, I, I didn't think anybody saw it. Uh, I, I read the plot review of it earlier, and I was like, wow, that sounds like crap. Anyway, so our main character, our protagonist, Tim. Very intimidating name, I know, but Tim. Very intimidating? <sighs> anyway, this has been That Sounds Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't turn us off. Uh, so Tim, you know, his friend is trying to get him to catch a Pikachu, uh, not a Pikachu, a Cubone. And, uh, and Tim fails spectacularly. He chases after him, knocks from the ground. They run away. Doesn't work. Tim is very clear, like, I don't need a Pokemon, all right? I work in insurance. I'm fine. Which, by the way, a 21-year-old working as an insurance adjuster? Weird. But, um... Tim, they're walking home, and Tim gets his call. And his friend's like, oh, what is it? He goes, it's the Rhyme City Police Department. There's been an accident. Then Tim's on a train. Tim's headed to Rhyme City, which is like a metropolis where Pokemon and people live together instead of just Pokemon yes. living in the wild. There's a very funny scene on the train where he gets licked by a Lickitung. And uh, let me tell you, that Lickitung looks gross. Yes. It looks just slimy. 
which I know was the point. So kudos on them, but it looks gross. There is in one scene, I don't know if anybody notices it. Um, there's a quick flashback where they talk about Pokemon and people living together. And there's a cameo from the Squirtle Squad helping firefighters. Squirtle! <laughs> Squirtle! But uh, there's a shiny Golurk at one point, which is really cool. They put like a shiny thing in there. It's great. You know, he meets with the uh, the chief of police, who, by the way, is fucking Ken Watanabe. Just a great casting, I think. Um, and Watanabe is like, it's your dad. Uh, he was in an accident. He's dead. So Tim is like, well, my dad is dead. I need to go to his apartment and wrap things up. He goes to the apartment. He meets this weird girl who's like, I was wondering who'd open that mailbox. It's like, who are you? She's got a Psyduck, which is known for being an idiot. Am I wrong, Chad? Oh, you're not wrong. And uh, she's like, you know, Harry Goodman was onto a real good story here. You know, I'm, a, I'm an independent journalist. And he's like, really? You're a journalist? She's like, I run the blog, okay? I, but I can smell a story. He's like, weird. Anyway, leave me alone. He goes up to his dad's apartment, finds this little vial that has an R on it. I know you're thinking Team Rocket, slow down. Um, it opens it up, and there's this weird purple gas cloud. He's coughing, hacking, opens the window. The gas floats up, and a bunch of uh, apoms breathe it in. And I don't like the way the apoms look because they have human teeth. Yeah, they don't Very look great. unsettling. They the hand look great. looks like a human hand, but just three bulbous fingers. But it like, looks like a hand it does. And you're like, mm, don't like that. And the teeth part is weird. Uh, he sees a Pikachu in his apartment. And the Pikachu's like, leave me alone or I will zap you. Tim, I will electrocute yeah. you. <laughs> Tim's like, do you just talk? He's like, do you just hear me? And Tim tries to kind of ignore it. He's like, no, no, you made direct eye contact. You can understand me. And then they get attacked by A-Poms. Yes. The gas made them go crazy. And they run out and they, they end up getting coffee, which I love to seeing a Pikachu just sip a cup of coffee. And uh, there, there's another, I love some of the Pokemon interactions here because uh, Pikachu looks at the Ludicolo and goes, another coffee, black, please. And you just hear, Ludicolo! Like, real loud. It's really funny. Pikachu's the only Pokemon that can talk, except someone else who shows up later. But just hearing him talk to them and just as like Pokemon just scream back at him. It's always really funny. Chad, would you like to take over a little bit of the story analysis? So it's not oh, just man. me jabbering away. Um, so the entire part of part of the movie is um, Tim and Pikachu try to solve what happened to Tim's dad, Harry Goodman, um, and that's Harry. yep, and that's and that's the movie. Um, they go on this crime solving spree. They, um, they go to like which is fun. Yep, they they, about that they do. Yep, they intimidate Mr. Mime. The Mr. Mime is doing like pantomiming to try to like explain. Oh, Chad, you sounded a little robotic. Fun. Oh God, I sound better now. Yes, you were just it sounded like you were just lagging out a little bit there, buddy. Why is an alarm going off on my phone? My apologies. Um that's fine. Um but yeah, so the Mr. Mime is like trying to like describe like what happened in a crime scene. He, he's being a smart ass. He doesn't want to talk to them. Yeah, and, he's being uh, a smart ass. I love the fact that Tim pantomimes along with him and pretends to pour out gasoline around him and light matches. Yeah, <laughs> it's that was just, really funny. Um at some point at some it's point great. they wind up at some point, they wind up in like an underground Pokemon fighting league. You're lagging out again, Chad. Um, at some point, they they jump into like an underground Pokemon fight league. Where Pikachu fights, guess who? Charizard. Woo! 
Charizard is animated fantastically. The Gengar yeah, that he was fighting beforehand looks like dog shit. Yeah, Charizard looked really cool. Charizard I think looked amazing. Charizard, I think Charizard was one of the selling points of like the movie trailer. Like Charizard you know, looked really I, cool. I didn't even watch the movie trailer because I was just like, cool, Pokemon. I'm going to watch it regardless. Why do we need to watch the trailer? Yeah, but so Detective Pikachu was like about to be beaten by Charizard in the Fight League, but obviously that didn't happen. Tim runs in, which you don't do in a Pokemon fight. No, um, but they find out that that R drug that's driving Pokemon crazy is being distributed at the fight. Yes, and uh, after after a little bit of a story and stuff, um. They're directed to the office. They're taken to the office of Howard Clifton, who's like. It's like Slifco, Silfco, in, um, I can't remember, Celadon City, I want to say. Yeah. Not, not Celadon. Viridian City. Yeah. And, um. Where is, it, where is it Saffron? Dude, the names get mixed together. It might, I think it is Saffron City. Might be Saffron. No, because, yeah, Viridian City is where you fight Giovanni. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Saffron City, it, it's kind of like that, but this is Rhyme City and Clifton Industries. And um, he's got this degenerate disease. He's in a wheelchair. He's like, I'm looking for the next evolution of mankind. And he shows him a video of the crash that killed uh, Tim's dad, which you find out that Pikachu was Harry's partner, like confirmed Harry's partner. And then Mewtwo abducted his dad. That's right. You heard me. Fucking Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Uh, it, it's really cool. They, they, find a, they go and investigate a lab. They meet back up with Lucy, who's investigated that Clifton Industries bought this lab where they genetically experiment with Pokemon. And they find a playback that's like, uh, now all we'll I have to do is track down Mewtwo. And you're like, oh shit, Mewtwo. And they're like, it escaped from the Kanto region nearly 20 years ago. Nearly 20 years ago is when the movie with Mewtwo came out where he escaped from the Kanto lab. And I was like, that's cool. I like that. That's accurate. Yeah, that, was, that was a really cool tie-in. And there they show that um, Harry Goodman was hired to Trap Mewtwo. And so Tim's having this real bad moment of like, my dad is, that's why he, Mewtwo kidnapped him, is like revenge for being captured. Uh, they see that they've been experimenting with Greninjas to make them stronger. They see one lab that's like, oh, they're trying to make Torterras bigger. Torterras are like turtles that have like a little landmass in their back and they're usually like, I don't know, like four or five feet tall and like four feet across. And they're like, that's weird. They don't look like they're any different. Maybe it hasn't started yet. While they're investigating, the Greninjas are released by uh, Roger Clifton, the son of Howard Clifton, who's supposedly the bad guy putting out the R-drug. They made the R-drug from the DNA of Mewtwo, by the way. So, because that makes sense, question mark. Um, the Greninjas are released. They attack Lucy. Uh, they trigger a fire alarm, and it makes the Greninjas kind of drop them. They bust through the Torterra Garden and run out the lab, still being chased by the Greninjas. Pikachu induces Psyduck to have like a migraine headache, which lets out this big psychic burst, because that's Psyduck's thing. And that's pretty good. And they awaken the true Torterra Garden, which is Torterra's literally carrying full mountains on their back. Yeah, literally the goddamn size of planets. Not, okay, not, they're not that big. They're like Gamera-sized. Uh, yeah, like, like it, you would probably see one of those Torteras like fighting Godzilla. Like yeah. they're big, and that does I, one of my favorite lines at Pikachu going, "We're not in a forest. This is the Torterra Garden." 
Um, it's a, such a silly moment, that, yeah. but it was so cool. So they escape. Lucy, Psyduck, Tim, and Pikachu escape the Torterra Garden. Pikachu gets clobbered by a falling boulder. Pretty much insinuates that he's basically dead. And Tim, they, they you know, wash us a little short. And Tim is screaming at this Bulbasaur who comes out. And I love the way the Bulbasaur looks. It's my favorite. And he's like, I need you to help me. And Lucy's like, he doesn't understand what you're saying. He goes, no, but he knows what I'm thinking. And I'm like, man, this is like getting to my emotions. Like, this is a great movie. The Bulbasaur brings out more Bulbasaurs. And then they lead him to this little area where there's more lull. There's little mushroomy guys. And he's like, oh, you going to heal me? And he puts him down on the rock. The more lull just all kind of abandon him. And guess who shows up, Chad? Mm, Team Rocket. Mewtwo. Oh, that was me guessing. Uh, I guess wrong. You, you watched the movie. You should have known the answer. <laughs> I was, I was, you know, I was, I, I was know. Mewtwo dumb. shows up, heals Pikachu, gives a bit of a flashback to show that Mewtwo was like, bring me the sun to Pikachu. And then Mewtwo gets captured by uh, Clifton. And Pikachu, yes, Pikachu's happy. like, no, I can't help you. I betrayed Harry, so clearly I'm going to end up hurting you. And he leaves. And, uh, Tim and Lucy go back to the city, try to figure out what the hell's going on. And this is when this movie takes a turn. Chad, would you like to take it away from here? Provided so you don't turn they, into a robot again? So, I mean, basically, they get to the city, and, like, it's a whole bunch of fucking shit hits the fan. Uh, there's a ditto. Ditto transforms into people. And ditto, people it turns out, has been Roger the whole time, by the way. Yeah. Roger was with, actually tied up in a closet. Yeah. The they have and those they Macy's did, Day balloons. Did, yeah, and they and did those, those are filled with art gas. The whole city's there. They're gonna make all the Pokemon go crazy. And they stuck to and they stuck to the uh, the Ditto face from the episode. That isn't that isn't. Oh, it's got just the Ditto. beady circle black eyes. Yeah, which really isn't really funny. how Ditto transform works, but I thought it was funny. Yeah, well, no, it's insinuated that some Ditto's can't replicate eyes, and that's it why it's really, like that. This the first time I saw this in theaters, I, it floored me. I did not. No, it gave that. me the creeps. Yeah, I did not see the lady me. that was Ditto because it really made me think about Coraline. Yeah, the button eyes. Um, and here is Howard Clifton's big reveal planned. Roger was not the evil one; it was Howard the whole time. He wanted to evolve, and you see that this neural link from the lab is now on his wheelchair. And he has transferred his mind to the body of Mewtwo, the most powerful Pokemon in the world. And it's revealed that when a Pokemon goes crazy on the R drug, they are susceptible to having a human mind forced into their body. And so that's his plan, is to force people to become the Pokemon with their mind piloting the body as his belief of the next stage of human evolution is to become not a human, apparently. Um. There's a really good fight scene. Pikachu tries to fight Mewtwo, and it doesn't really go well. Um, Tim gets his ass kicked by a ditto, but somehow manages to pull the Neuralink off uh, Howard Clifton. And, you know, Mewtwo falls unconscious. Pikachu almost dies from falling from basically the roof of a skyscraper, the Clifton building. But Mewtwo wakes up, you know, saves him from hitting the ground, kind of like Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, except his neck doesn't snap. Spoilers for a movie that came out five years ago. Uh, I mean, but um, between the movie and the comic, you should you should yeah. know by now. You should know that Gwen Stacy never gets a happy ending. 
Um, and basically, Mewtwo talks to Tim and Pikachu, and he's like, I will undo everything that's been done. And he separates the people from their Pokemon. He cancels out the Argas. It makes me wonder if those giant Torterra are still planet-sized. I hope so. I'd really like that. You imagine, can you imagine being a Pokemon trainer who just happened to discover those things, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> and all I can imagine, they make me think of the Lion Turtles from the Avatar show. Yeah. Um, but um, so Mewtwo, you know, he undoes the bad. And uh, Lucy gets promoted to being a reporter by Roger Clifton, who's like, I'm going to undo all the shit my dad did because he's crazy. And she, so she's going to break the story on the evening news that night about what Howard did. Um, Mewtwo's about to jettison wherever, back to wherever he came from. And he's like, but wait, there's one more thing I have to do. And Tim's like, and my dad, my father. And he goes, your father, the father you've been looking for has been with you the entire time. And you can probably guess what the twist is, but I had this moment during the very emotional scene of watching it with all my friends where I was like, the real dad was the friends we made along the way. I was, I was just going to make the joke. I, was I just literally gonna said that out loud watching the movie then and today when I rewatched it. I was like, the real dad was the friends we made along the way. And I'm not going to lie, this wasn't much of a plot twist. No. Because it's really choreographed the whole time and you can really predict it. You know how they were combining people with Pokemon? Yeah, Pikachu's his dad. Surprise! Yeah. Um, it also, in the full... Mewtwo then shows the full flashback, which, by the way, shows Howard Clifton's Greninjas being the cause of the explosion that launched uh, Tim's dad off the highway. So Howard's just all around a piece of shit. Howard's um, a douche. Oh, yeah. And, I, again, I love the line that Mewtwo says because it's very reminiscent of the movie, the, the original Mewtwo movie, where he says to Pikachu, humanity is evil, but you've shown me that not every human is evil. Um, and, it, you know, uh, Harry Goodman, your Pikachu gives its body so that your mind may live. And he transfers the brain into Pikachu and takes the body and says, I'll keep this safe so I can bring you back. Bring me the son and the father will be made whole again. And uh, it's really reminiscent of the line Mewtwo says, you know, I see that one's... Um, now I, I want to look it up so I can get the line right. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, but it's good. You're like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is... Um, it, it, Ryan Reynolds is, you know, Pikachu. And you're like, it's, it's, not, it's not a twist. You know it's going to happen, but it's yeah. still done well. Right. It's not um, a twist. It's, yeah. it's, still a, it's still a good heartwarming moment, though. Yeah, Pokemon the movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. And the line is, I see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. I think it's a great Such line. A good yeah. Such a good movie. But I just like, it's so reminiscent of what he says, you know, where he just goes, you know, humanity is evil, but you've shown me that not all of them are bad. Right. And uh, it's it's just like the Meowth line where he's like, you know, if you look about it, we've got more in common. We've got a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Maybe if we look at what's the same instead of looking at what's different, well, who knows? Yeah, who knows? And that, that's, I mean, both of those lines, by the way, that was not Sun Tzu. That was not, you know, the Dai Lama. That was Mewtwo and Meowth. Right, right. And um, 
it's a great movie overall. You know, they, they have a scene at the end because the whole movie, Tim is struggling with the fact that he was estranged from his dad. He had a chance to go live with him yeah. when his mom died. And instead, he's like, I don't want to go. Grandma, I want to live with you. And when they visit Tim's dad's apartment for the first time, Tim's bedroom is still set up like his dad is expecting an eight-year-old. And it's sad. And Iwanabe even says, you know, the beginning, he's like, you know, this job requires a lot from you. But he, you were on his mind every single day. And maybe it's just me, but as someone who wasn't always close to their dad and then lost their dad, this movie hits me really hard. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was oh, yeah. gonna wait for you to bring that. One, no, yeah. As soon as I, I, I knew. Heard... Yeah, I knew you would have that thought watching, going, "Ooh, okay, yeah. Dom." Yeah, it was just like yeah, because I, he's I, like I would... because they get the call and he's like, "Your dad's dead," and I'm like, "I know what that's like," and he's like, "You know, he wasn't there, but he cared about you." I'm like, "I know what that's like," and uh, so the the payoff at the end when uh, Harry gives Tim the ticket to go home on the train, he's like, "Grandma, will be waiting for you when you get home," and Tim's like, "Actually." Can I stay with you for a bit? And he's like, yeah, I'd like that. And they hug, and that's the end of the movie. Well, actually, the end of the movie is uh, Tim going, do you want to get a coffee? And he goes, that's the weirdest thing. Ever since this morning, all I can think about is coffee. That's where <laughs> the movie ends. But um, I'm not sniffling. You're sniffling. No, Chad, your eyes are watering. Shut up. Anyway. Uh, very good. Very good movie. I clapped Fantastic the movie. It does make me wonder what the sequel is going to be about. No, see, that's interesting. They announced a sequel before Detective Pikachu came out. But the thing is, if Harry's not the Pokemon, how are they going to do? I can you only know? imagine that something happens and they put him back in Pikachu. Or he just wears a Pikachu onesie all the time. Yeah. Sir, just, what are you doing? Think, I'm a Pikachu? I are you? don't think the movie has the same... Charm if it's not no. Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu. Um, I wouldn't mind just Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu. Right. But I feel like they established so much of Tim. It's gonna be Tim again. Like he's he makes a comment of like, maybe I'll try detective work. So it's like, oh, like you're setting up, but how? Because they show that Tim doesn't have that ability to talk to Pikachu after his dad is restored because Pikachu just goes like the Pika Pee. Which, by the way, yeah, the person just, who does the right Pikachu there. noise in this movie is the same one who does it in the games and all the shows. Same lady. Which is really cool. So a sequel will be bizarre. It will be interesting, but I wonder how they're going to do how they do. But I am excited about it. Will they do? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, there's... Alright, so let's talk about something else here. We've talked about the movie. We've talked about the plot. Let's talk about CGI. Yeah. Worst looking Pokemon. Um, worst-looking Pokemon. Um, Gengar, Apom. I didn't think Jigglypuff looked that great. No, Jigglypuff was furry. I didn't like it. Yeah, I liked the fact there was a Snorlax blocking the main road. Yes, I like. He was that. laying in the middle of the road. I thought that was funny. I also thought Machamp looked really cool. I, I liked the Machamp because it looked like he had like reptile-y skin, like not scales, yeah. but like you could see you could see the pattern of his skin. You were like, oh, that's cool. I yeah. liked I liked how Ditto looked like a bowl of pudding. Yeah, I liked that. Like the puddingy um, jello texture. I was like, that's pretty good because he is just. I think poop. the two. I think the two best Pokemon designs were Charizard and Greninja. I have to disagree with Greninja. They look too wet. 
Okay. I think the best character design or best Pokemon design was Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur did look really good. Bulbasaur looked, I'm going to say perfect. Like just honestly, the asymmetry of the bulb on his back and just the way he looked kind of turtly with his skin. He, you know, he looked like kind of salamander turtleish with just the texture of his skin and his eyes looked like humanoid eyes. They looked like real eyeballs. And just you could see the pattern of like leaves on the bulb on his back. It was just too good. It was just perfect, in my opinion. There was a Venusaur in the back of one of the shots, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I got to say, I think Gengar looks the worst. Gengar did not look great. Gengar did not look great. As I said um, to Chad earlier, it looks like an angry burp. Yeah, he Gengar did not look good. Um, but I'll tell you what. This he's movie also, makes again, me... He's got the human teeth. They gave Gengar yeah. the ghost Pokemon, who does have teeth, yes, but they gave him really human-looking teeth, and it makes me uncomfortable. It seems I, wrong. I feel like they Sonic. I feel like they Sonic the Hedgehog Gengar, and they oh. they made him like you know, the original Sonic with like the weird fingernails. No, and, like, could the they teeth at least have cast it? I mean, either way, but they needed to do a reanimation of Gengar. Yeah, it was just Gengar looked bad. Um, Mewtwo looked bad part of the time. He either looked really good or really out of place. Yeah, Mewtwo. The animation for like the the CGI from Mewtwo, I don't think ever looked bad. But no, no, definitely there, I, there was like, definitely one scene where I think he looked bad, and that is a scene where Pikachu blows up the the parade float and he flies through it, and it just doesn't look right. Like the animation just around Mewtwo and his skin and everything just looked wrong. Like it looked, it looked like he was from a different movie, and someone kind of photoshopped him in there. I will say, um, and you didn't watch the trailer, so this didn't. Really I did not. But they had Mewtwo in the trailer, and I almost wish that I they feel would like have you kept shouldn't him. have done that. No, they. Sh- he was only in there for like a second at the end, but like they shouldn't have had him in there at all. And if they were gonna have him in there, maybe be like one of the last trailers, like the last trailer before the movie comes. Yeah, like out the day they, the trailer they, they release again, the day before the movie comes out. Or just right, don't fucking right. put him in there, and people are like, wait a minute, right. Mewtwo's and I, and in I, this? And, and that's exactly my point. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I went in knowing Mewtwo was going to be in it, but I remember, I, I know I would have been didn't. shocked had Mewtwo have been a surprise to me. I didn't know that. And when he showed up, like, like right before he came in, my friend Tony goes, guess who's coming in? I was like, what's it going to be like, fucking Mewtwo? And he goes, yeah. And the Me Too showed up. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't realize he was actually like I was being sarcastic because like, oh, it was Me Too. And he was like, no, really. I was like, yeah. what? And I thought it was good. But uh, um, um, so, I, the plot was the movie was paced fantastically. The plot started to make less sense at the end. Oh, and that was that was another critique of mine. You know, I think they started out really, really. They good. started, they started out, out breaking records. You could tell, like, I don't know. I did. I was not a fan of the story. I remember, I remember audibly sh- saying when the guy turned, when, when Ditto ends up being, when the person was Ditto, mm-hmm. I being in the theater being like, are you fucking kidding me? But laughing while I said it, like I wasn't, I was never mad. No, no, I, just no, thought, I did the same thing where I saw it and just laughed because it was kind of dumb. Yeah. Like I saw it and just went, okay. Yeah. I just, like, laughed. Was just like, I what laughed. is that? It was dumb, but it was a fun dumb. Do you, do you know the thing that gave it away? That I noticed it right away? That it was going to be Ditto? 
was when they first show her, they call it like Miss Hartman or something. Miss Norman. Miss Norman. And um, I feel like that was a play on normal with Ditto being a normal type. But um, her hands were pink. She had a big pink streak in her hair that didn't really look like hair. And her hands were pink at one point. I don't know if they tried to make it look like gloves, but her hands were very clearly pink. And maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm stupid and they actually fully choreographed that it was Ditto right away. And I just didn't notice it. But um, I didn't notice. I didn't. I, I was like, I okay. I'm actually going to look up pictures now and see if I can get a clear image that it is just like her weird pink hands. Yeah, no, her hands just pink. But um, it was just odd. You know what I mean? I was yeah, like, no, well, mm, what? It was, it was easily noticeable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, her hand is just pink. I even have I even have a picture up on Reddit. They have the very clearly pink hand. It looks like in the one on one hand she's wearing a sleeve, but the other one is shiny and pink. And it was like, aside from the fact the aesthetic is gold, goals. I love how it serves a foreshadowing of her being a ditto. And so, okay, someone says you can see a seam that it was a sheet of latex they made into gloves. So, there just there goes me saying that she's just pink. It's latex gloves, but it's still. Like, wow, that's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I thought I thought everything was good, though. Like, it was a good movie. Oh, and this is one of the better movies that we've covered, I think. Fant I think probably the best movie we've covered. I was going to say, I may, I may even say the best. I think yeah. I'd, I, I would have to rewatch Jaws again. Um, um, you know, I like Jaws, but I have to say Detective Pikachu might be better. Yeah, I just I like I liked I like Jaws. I liked Halloween. I just Detective Pikachu is everything I like in a movie, which is I like to Absolutely. sit down. I don't, I don't want to have to think too hard. I like to just sit down and have fun watching a movie, and that's what Detective Pikachu was. I just 100%. I had fun the entire time. Yeah, I would give it. And, um, I would give it a. I would give it, a, uh, I would give it a, uh, a a full a full six Pokeballs out of ten. Only six. Well, you, only, you can only have six on a team. So. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't work. No, I would do. Work I, here. You know what? I would give it. A, I would give it eight gym badges out of ten. I'll give it. Um, I'll give it eight evolutions out of ten. There we go. There we go. And I uh, think I, I think it's fantastic. I think, I think the reason it's not a ten for me is um the st the script was a little weird. Uh, also, no and, movie uh, can really be a ten. Right. The 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 the, uh, the 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 writing was weird. The, story. the, script, the yeah. script is kind of weak at the end. Um and some of the CGI I feel like the CGI looked either really cool or awful. I feel like those yeah. were like the only two and uh so and that was probably that was about it. Um those so, are my uh, in summary, four out of ten, too much water. Yes. Oh somebody gets that reference. But um no, it's still a good movie. Uh Justice Smith for really one of his first roles. Fantastic! Yeah, Tim Goodman. Yes, all the the cast the cast did very very well. So mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, I I, I mean I, I'll keep saying it. But I like it. I like yes. Detective Pikachu. It's a great movie. Uh, it was really funny that I pulled it as a trick, and it ended up being the best one we've covered so far. Um, yeah, no, I'm speaking I'm of pulling things, Chad. I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's about I that time. I was going to say, I personally have to wrap up soon, so I think we should get to the bucket. Oh, no, we're right about to wrap up. I'm ready to pull the bucket and plug stuff. 
feel like this has been a longer episode. How long? No, have we we're we're about an hour. Oh, nice, cool. It just feels longer. Maybe it's because we did all of our. <laughs> it's pl- longer because yeah. we're happy. Maybe it's because we did all of our plugging and stuff at the at the beginning instead. Of the I end. only did one plug. Yeah, right, we did a lot of podcasting. Let's see what too. I pull here. Ooh, the strangers. And fuck Ooh. me, I dropped it in the bucket again, so I'm gonna have to find it and pull it back out. But the strangers. The- Strangers. Uh, I personally really like this movie. I, I saw like this it. The Strangers movie. is good. It's definitely terrifying, and it yeah, stars I, the guy who plays Dennis from It's Always Sunny for like half a season. I saw, I saw this movie in theaters with my friends, and I remember it scared the shit out of us. So I, I am. I know the sequel wasn't as good. I've never seen the sequel. So Strangers Come at Night. No, not Strangers Come at Night. It might be. But um, anyway, we've got some plugs to do, and then we got to wrap up and go. Yes, that was that. That was this episode of That Sounds Spooky. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this was a really good movie, and as always, um, I have so much fun doing this podcast. Uh, Absolutely, with you, Dom, and I and I have so much fun. This is easily one of the highlights of my week. Um, so make sure you check this podcast out on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, um, anywhere podcasts are available. Um, leave a comment um, on, and give us some feedback. Make sure you always like it and rate it. That always helps out the podcasts. And um, follow me on Twitter at Chatting Tatum One. Remember to uh, check us out at your local library. You can probably pull a recording of us for like two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> hey, as a uh... As the show that I used to watch as a kid always said, having fun ain't hard if you got a library. I've been Dizzle Mizzle from the radio, D-Mizzle in the hizzle, if you will. And uh, you can follow me at Beef McDaddio on Twitter.